There might be more Pfizer vaccine availability than was originally promised. Disney Plus's planned Lizzie McGuire reboot is officially dead. And Pornhub just took down millions of videos. BuzzFeed News' Atelia Stedman joins us to break it all down. The date, December 17th, 2020. The time, news o'clock. Hey, friends, I'm Casey Rackham. And I'm Zach Stafford. Welcome to BuzzFeed's News O'Clock and happy pre-Friday, Casey. I love when you wish me a happy pre-Friday. It's my favorite thing to tell people pre-Friday because it gets you excited. It makes Friday feel um, more important than maybe. Yeah, no, I I also appreciate you lifting my spirits because I woke up this morning thinking it was Friday and I was very like, Mm -hmm. it's the weekend. Confused. And, you know, then my mood went down. So now it's back up. So thank you, Zach. There we go. A little (laughs) shot of, um, what is that thing that makes you feel good? Serotonin? It's serotonin. There we go. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Serotonin and the vaccine. (laughs) There we go. All the things we need. (laughs) Okay, Zach, it's time for today's tough stories. What's going on? All right. So after two years of Chicago PD sitting on footage of a botched raid, Anjanette Young's story is finally being told. Young filed a FOIA request for body camera footage of the night that officers wrongly entered her home and handcuffed her naked. And trigger warning for all of our listeners, this footage is damning and hard to hear. Young told officers they'd got the wrong house over 40 times. City lawyers tried to stop CBS Chicago from airing the footage while filing an emergency motion in federal court. So how bad did Chicago police botch this? Well, the suspect they were looking for lived in the same complex, but was wearing a state license monitor and was on house arrest. And this is part of a broader pattern of rains gone wrong that CBS Chicago has been investigating for their unwarranted series. Meanwhile, it turns out there's some good news when it comes to Pfizer's COVID vaccine. Pharmacists are reporting that the vials that contain the vaccine have extra doses in them. Manufacturers typically overfill vaccine bottles in case of spills or other accidents, but given the current crisis, the FDA is saying, use all you can. While they advise against pulling leftovers from multiple vials into one dose, some pharmacists have been able to squeeze out a sixth or seventh dose from a bottle. For context, each vial is supposed to contain five doses. All right. So I just want to make a note here about the first story that we talked about. Um, The mayor of Chicago, Lori Lightfoot, has come out and apologized as of this morning about how this case was handled um, and all the fallout from it. But it should be noted that her office did try to block this footage from coming out, as we said before, just earlier this week. Um, So there's a lot of contradictions coming out out of Chicago, which as someone that used to report in Chicago on police, this is how it always happens. Uh, One of the most famous examples is Laquan McDonald, Mayor Rahm Emanuel, blocked that footage from coming out coming out um, because it didn't show them in the best light. And this video, if you do watch it, is very uh, traumatizing, to say the least. Yeah, it's extremely upsetting. And and it's also extremely upsetting that instances like this keep on happening. Exactly. And just this past summer, we know that um, most of America was marching uh, for Breonna Taylor, who was a young woman who also faced a similar uh, situation, um, but hers ended in a more brutal way. So we are happy Internet is alive with us. She is currently doing a lot of speaking out about this, trying to bring justice for her own case. So we will be following that for all of you. All right. So, Casey, what do you have going on for us? Any fun tea to spill? I think you do have some. You know what? Well, we I have some fun tea for you later on, but I'm going to make you wait. First, though, okay. we have an extremely charming video. Uh, so, you know, we've reached another phase in the COVID-19 vaccine rollout, and it's officially time for the celebrities to get inoculated phase. And the first one we get to talk about is just so sweet. 
It is 81-year-old Sir Ian McKellen who received the vaccine today. He tweeted out a photo of himself getting jabbed along with the caption, I feel very lucky to have had the vaccine. I would have no hesitation in recommending it to anyone. Listen to how he described the whole experience. I am feeling so happy and relieved and optimistic and everything that I haven't been really feeling for a long time now. I couldn't be happier. Uh, I'll carry on wearing the mask and social distancing and all that, but it, it doesn't mean that I can imagine going back to work. Uh, and mixing with people, and um, because uh, I'll be rather safe. I, f I feel very special. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> uh, it's a very happy day, this. I'm a bit euphoric, actually. That's so heartwarming. It is heartwarming. You know, I think I'll feel that way, too. You know, like, as he mentioned, it was so good of him to be like, I'm still going to wear a mask and social distance because it's still necessary with the vaccine, but it's like, yeah, I'm going to feel good. I'm going to feel like, a, you know, a sigh of relief. <laughs> Yeah. And, you know, Ian McKellen, he is a celebrity. But again, as you said, he's 81 years mm -hmm. old. So he is very yes. much a person that is a priority <laughs> to have this so people don't get mad. It's a celebrity. This is not like Kylie Jenner has gotten the vaccine. Right, and then right. we can be all uproaring. But I, he is a, an older man. He is a gay elder. And we want him to be with us for a lot longer. <laughs> okay, I also want to talk about this was like besides the point of the vaccine. But I love that he's like, I can get back to work. And I'm like, oh, how lucky for <laughs> him to be this 81 year old who loves his job and is like, I want to get back to work. I love it. I love it. It's he is a possibility model in every in every way for me. <laughs> okay, okay, Zach. Now, now we have the tea that you so desperately okay, I'm ready. want. I'm ready. Okay. I really want this. So it is bad news for Lizzie McGuire fans. It's looking like the planned Disney Plus reboot is officially dead. Hillary Duff broke the news via an Instagram post, writing, "I know the efforts and conversations have been everywhere trying to make a reboot work, but sadly, and despite everyone's best efforts, it isn't going to happen." A couple episodes of the reboot were actually filmed way back in January, but Disney ended up firing the showrunner over creative differences. There's been a lot of speculation over what exactly those creative differences were, but it seems like it may have had something to do with Disney trying to maintain a quote-unquote family-friendly image on Disney+. Duff had been working to get the show moved to Hulu, but it looks like that isn't going to happen either. And then in the most perfect way to end her post, Duff closed out with, Hey, now, this is what 2020 is made of. <laughs> <laughs> I love the Duffster. She has a lot of fire in her. I'm she a does, big fan. She of wanted this reboot bad. Yes. She really wanted mm -hmm. it. I mean, and the showrunner wanted it. And then we had, they were pulling out the cast from like God knows where because, you know, a lot of them wherever were child they actors. Were living. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. From wherever they were living and doing with their lives post the show that was on, you know, a long time yeah. ago and you know it, it is a bummer to see this and it is a bummer that disney's do that you know what it, it, disney disney loves to decide what isn't family friendly yep they like to be the uh i guess gatekeepers of what family content is and you know they are disney so they have power they have their own platform but you know i like to disagree sometimes there are certain things i think are family friendly that they should explore um but i do have to say i was confused as a longtime hillary duff and lizzie mcguire fan of how different this show was going to be compared to the other show she does younger right, definitely. which seemed the exact same it, it did seem like it was going to be a very similar show who yeah. am I to say? And, <laughs> but. Yeah. And for people who do not know what we're, we're hinting at is that Younger is a show about a, a few women living in New York, working in their chosen career, trying to make their way in the world. Lizzie McGuire was Lizzie McGuire moving to New York, trying to make her way in the world by starting a new <laughs> career. So I don't really. Hilary Duff was going to just like read the same lines over and over again. And I love that for her. Like, get your bag double time. Get all the coins, girl. Exactly. Good to you. <laughs> 
Oh, God. All right. When we come back, we've got Otilia Stedman explaining everything going on at Pornhub. Stay right there. Chief-It, we're tired of hearing new year, new you, fat-burning secrets, and lose weight fast. The only thing you need to lose is self-doubt. The body you're in deserves respect, love, and support. Support you're not getting from your current sports bra. It's time to experience the only sports bra that actually does its job and outperforms the most popular brands on the market. It's time to feel real support from SheFit. Save $10 today at SheFit.com slash 2022. After 30 years, it's time to return to the halls of West Beverly High and hang out at the Peach Pit. On the podcast 9021OMG, join Jenny Garth and Tori Spelling for a rewatch of the hit series Beverly Hills 90210 from the very beginning. We get to tell the fans all of the behind-the-scenes stories that actually happen. So they know what happened on camera, obviously, but we can tell them all the good stuff that happened off camera. Get all the juicy details of every episode that you've been wondering about for decades as 90210 90210 super fan and radio host Sissony sits in with Jenny and Tori to reminisce, reflect, and relive each moment from Brandon and Kelly's first kiss to shouting, Donna Martin graduates. You have an amazing memory. You remember everything about the entire 10 years that we filmed that show. And you remember absolutely nothing of the 10 years that we filmed that show. <laughs> Listen to 9021 OMG on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. For my small bookstore to thrive, I can't just sell books. So I created a radio ad at iHeartAdBuilder.com to tell everyone about our author events, our story hours for kids, and our amazing lattes. Now we're busier than ever. I'd call that a success story. A custom radio ad from iHeartAdBuilder is the fast, affordable way to drive customers to your business. Put the power of radio to work for you. Get started now at iHeartAdBuilder.com. Welcome back. It's one of the most visited sites online, but earlier this week, Pornhub pulled more than half of its content offline. It was part of a huge crackdown that saw the site purge all video uploaded by unverified users. We're joined by BuzzFeed News' Otilia Stedman, who's breaking down what was taken down, why it was taken down, and what the far-reaching impact of all this could be. Good afternoon. Hi, how are you? We're good. Thank you so much for being here. Um, All right, so let's just dive right on in because I have lots of questions here about this content that is now missing. So, Otilia, how much content has been taken down and what kind of content was it? So, um, about 10 million videos have been taken off the site um, in the last couple of days. The news broke on Monday morning. As of Sunday night, there were 13 and a half million videos. And um, by the end of the day on Monday, there were just 2.9 million. So it's about 80% of the content that was available on the site. It's a huge amount. Yeah. And what type of content was it? Was it uh, like from porn studios or was it user generated kind of stuff? Historically, um, anybody could upload whatever they wanted to the site. Um, And then, you know, over the years, they have created verified accounts for porn studios and for performers. Um, So what they did was take down all of the unverified content. Okay, so... People have been complaining about this content existing on Pornhub for years, especially revenge porn and pirated porn. Why did Pornhub decide to act on it now? 
About two weeks ago, the New York Times published an op-ed by Nick Kristoff that was called The Children of Pornhub. Um, and it focused on um, instances of child abuse, rape, and other non-consensual content that was posted to the site. And particularly children who had suffered abuse and then struggled to get those videos removed. Um, either because Pornhub was not responsive or because people were repeatedly uploading them. And so they were watching their abuse get circulated over and over and over again. Um, and what happened in the aftermath, the story was incredibly disturbing. And Visa and MasterCard responded with investigations and later announced that they were going to halt payment processing for the site which is um, obviously catastrophic because they're huge credit card companies and um, has been a huge problem for performers on the site who make money from their got verified it, content. Got it, got it. And it seems the author, Nick Kristoff's only intention wasn't to just have child sex, sex abuse material pulled. Can you tell us more about that part? Yeah, so I don't want to impugn Nick Kristoff's motives here Child sexual abuse and rape are incredibly disturbing and should be eradicated. The story was very emotional um, and focused on a topic that people rightly have very strong feelings about. Um, and what I will say is that it elevated sort of conservative narratives about sex trafficking that tend to conflate legal and consensual sex work with abuse. Um, and in Christoph's storytelling, he also conflated some things that um, are legal and legitimate pornography with things that he was implying were abuse. It is legal for people who are 18 and above to perform in pornography. Whether we like that or not, that is the law. Um, and so there are people who are teenagers, technically, who are performing in pornography. And people, you know, I think like you can have a debate about whether or not is there really a difference between somebody who's like 17 and a half and somebody who's 18 and like what does that mean for their ability to consent? Um, but we've decided that people who are 18 are adults and can make this choice. So while pulling all this content, Pornhub did get rid of a lot of questionable video. But have they also pulled content that was put out there completely legally? I don't know the answer to that question. It's very possible, but what they've done is pull content that they don't know the answer for that to. They don't know who posted it. They don't have any information about them. They don't know what their intention was. So it's very likely that there are, you know, individuals who are not verified on the site who chose to post their own content the way we're seeing people do on OnlyFans, but they decided that it was sort of worth it to purge it, and then they're going to go through and um, allow people to go through a new verification process next year when they could potentially re-upload things if they're determined to be legal actors, I guess. I don't, I don't know what the requirements will be because they haven't announced it yet. Got it. I've been following your work for a long time, and you do a lot of work focusing on sex workers and the barriers they're facing in America and the world today. And, you know, I'd love to hear what does this move by Pornhub mean for sex workers who were uploading? Is there going to be any economic fallout for them? Are they going to be the ones that kind of bear the brunt of any harm that's here? Yeah. So... What I will say is that initially um, there was some optimism from sex workers about the changes. 
In particular, the thing about verified accounts is something we've been asking for for a long time um, because it would obviously mean that their material wasn't being pirated um, and that anybody who wanted to watch them on the site would watch them in a way that ended up earning money for them rather than earning ad money for Pornhub or whoever else uploaded it. However, the decisions from Visa and MasterCard have had immediate impacts for people making money on the site. Pornhub launched a program called Model Hub a couple of years ago that allows people to post and directly sell their content to viewers in very much the same way um, as OnlyFans does, if people are familiar with that. A user can buy a video directly, can request content, and then there's another program where they can make a profit off of um, ad money for anybody who's streaming videos that show them. And so those people have immediately lost access to any money that they would have gotten. The credit card companies are not processing that, so they're not getting paid. Um, I spoke to one person last night who said that he would typically make... <laughs> he did not answer me directly in terms of how much money he was making. He said he was making five figures a month and that that has completely vanished. It's his main source of income. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. And that, and that, with so many of these stories, whether it's like Tumblr changing their, their requirements or even Pornhub, we see sex workers a lot of times are the ones that bear the most of this, the brunt of this a lot of times. I, I think the important thing to know about the credit card processing is that beyond just Pornhub, it's created this environment of fear for the industry at large um, and sex workers about growing financial discrimination and um you know, what they're calling a war on porn. All right. Well, Atelia, thank you so much for joining us today and walking us through this complicated story. Absolutely. It was great to be here with you guys. Thanks. All right. That's it for today. Join us tomorrow for a discussion about intuitive eating with Evelyn Triboli. And remember, hey now, the Lizzie McGuire reboot dying is what 2020 is made of. Be sure to subscribe to News O'Clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you go for your sound stories. And please take the time to leave us a rating and a review. It helps us figure out what you like about the show versus what you love about the show. And remember to set your alarm so you never miss an episode of News O'Clock. I'm Paris Hilton, and this is Trapped in Treatment, a weekly podcast of shocking survivor experiences and stories from an industry plagued by controversy. With my hosts, Caroline Cole and Rebecca Mellinger, we will uncover the truth of one teen treatment facility each season. First up, Provo Canyon School. This one is personal. Listen to Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. For my small bookstore to thrive, I can't just sell books. So I created a radio ad at iHeartAdBuilder.com to tell everyone about our author events, our story hours for kids, and our amazing lattes. Now we're busier than ever. I'd call that a success story. A custom radio ad from iHeartAdBuilder is the fast, affordable way to drive customers to your business. Put the power of radio to work for you. Get started now at iHeartAdBuilder.com. When's the last time you took a timeout? I'm Eve Rodsky, author of the New York Times bestseller, Fair Play and Find Your Unicorn Space, activist on the gender division of labor, attorney, and family mediator. And I'm Dr. Aditi Narukar, a Harvard physician and medical correspondent with an expertise in the science of stress, resilience, mental health, and burnout. We're so excited to share our podcast, Time Out, a production of iHeart Podcasts 
and Hello Sunshine. We're peeling back the layers around why society makes it so easy to guard men's time like it's diamonds and treat women's time like it's infinite, like sand. And so whether you're partnered with or without children or in a career where you want more boundaries, this is a place for you, for people of all family structures. So take this time out with us to learn, get inspired, and most importantly, reclaim your time. Listen to Time Out, a fair play podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 